of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai. I am your host and I'm also a life and mindset coach. Today, we're going to be talking all about deepening your relationships, how to have more fulfilling conversations, more fulfilling connections with people. And I'm going to be giving you an insight peek into something that I just moved through. I kind of discovered a bit of a subconscious belief that I was giving energy to, right? And that was blocking me. And the really interesting thing about our subconscious beliefs, and this is something that my clients always reflect to me uh, like upon doing some work with me or after our mentoring time or whatever it might be. It's like, we think that the way we are operating is it. Like we really get tunnel vision in like the way that I think about this situation or my perspective on this situation is the only way that it could possibly be. Like this is the only way that I can possibly do things or this is the only way that I just, it, it is, right? And it's not like we're consciously walking around in our head thinking this is it, this is the only option. We just aren't even aware that there are other ways of thinking. And all of this might sound really like airy-fairy and whimsical, but I'm going to be giving you a very specific situation that happened to me recently, which was only possible through my coach shining a light on what I was believing and how it was actually limiting me. Because when we're walking around with our beliefs and they're bubbling in our subconscious and we actually act from 95% of what we do is from our subconscious beliefs, right? Only 5% of what we do is really conscious. Like you're not thinking about why you might be doing things or the way that you're responding or why you're itching your nose or how you're sitting. You just do it because it's part of your subconscious beliefs. And the reason why 95% of what we do is from our subconscious is because it would be so energy draining to have to think about every teeny tiny little thing that we do. However, the negative side of that is if we don't assess our subconscious beliefs and we don't have ways of digging underneath the surface, we may be operating from limitations. We may be operating from old systems that we picked up from childhood that actually no longer serve us in our adult life, but are really holding us back from seeing opportunities, creating opportunities, just like I did in this example I'm going to talk about today. Before we dive much deeper, I just wanted to announce something really, really, really exciting. I've been kind of thinking about this. This has been brainstorming in the works. I wanted to be making sure it was going to be really value-packed and really juicy and really fun. All about finding your tribe. And it's actually going to be going for two days. So day one is how to be a magnet for your people, like the soulmate connections where you can just be genuinely by us, like be yourself and people just understand you and it's not awkward and you don't overthink what you're saying. It's just like you can show up and have fun and have deep conversations and laugh and be playful. So that's going to be day one. And then day two is all going to be about supercharging your relationships by understanding your attachment style. I know, so freaking juicy. And this is based off a poll I did on my Instagram stories where you requested these topics and it's going to be a super, super abundant price. It's only $33 for the two days of masterclasses and I'm going to be sharing it as if it was a group program and my group programs are normally hundreds of dollars. So if you would like to save your spot, uh, the link is in the show notes. If you have any questions, you can send me a DM on Instagram, which is always also left in the show notes. And if you're not following me already, firstly, how did you find this podcast? Secondly, why are you not following me on Instagram? I literally share so much on there, all about my life, tips and tricks, mental health, 
hacks etc so i'm really really excited for this masterclass and i know some people might be a little bit nervous about joining um a masterclass or a group challenge in this sort of nature but i just want to share with you that every time one of my clients is nervous about joining the group it ends up being the group part of the program that helps them so much because people share in the group and get really vulnerable which i really really respect and that's kind of the container that i create a really safe space where you can share anything and you won't be judged like nothing is too much and i know for a lot of us especially as women we feel worried about being too much so imagine if you had a container that showed you you weren't too much and the beautiful thing being a part of the group container that my clients always say to me is like wow i didn't realize that so many people felt the same way as me and that in itself is so healing and so normalizing which really empowers you to make incredible changes and to see your worthiness and just to like feel like a freaking normal person like everyone has struggles everyone thinks that they're a weirdo for feeling or thinking the way that they are, but it's just not the case at all. So I would absolutely love to have you as a part of the find your tribe challenge. The link is in the show notes, super, super cheap. It's going to start next week. If you have any questions, just Instagram me. All right, let's get started in today's actual topic. So I went to go talk to my coach the other day about some relationship barriers. I guess you could say that I was having in my relationship with my partner. And as we all know, pretty much everything that we think, believe, behave, all our habits, everything like that come from childhood, right? From the ages of zero till seven, we're basically a sponge that just inherits and absorbs and just takes on everything that's exposed to us as children. So the way that our parents acted, the way they spoke to us about things, the way they allowed us to express emotions, whatever it might be, that tends to play out in our adulthood, right? And this is what I was talking about before. Like sometimes we take on operating systems or ways of thinking from our childhood and because maybe there was a threat or we weren't allowed to express emotions in a natural way. And we take that into our adulthood with us and it becomes an outdated program. It's not serving us anymore. But if we don't have anyone to shine a light on that, then we keep operating in that way and wondering why life is so hard for us because we're dimming our own light. We're not allowing ourselves to express our emotions. We're thinking that we have to operate in this way of struggle when in reality, we actually don't. So anyway, my um, coach was talking to me about, you know, when you were younger, like how did your parents talk to you about the way that you wanted to do things? And, you know, did they have trust for you and whatever it might be? And we kind of came to this place where I realized that a lot of the time when I was younger and definitely in my like early teens until my early twenties, I was very codependent on my mom. I used to call her all the time. I was basically incapable of making any decision on my own. And the way that I worked through this was in when I kind of realized my codependency with my mom, especially in terms of like decision, because this was a pattern that had been going on for so long. Right. And it was one of those things where I didn't realize it until suddenly I was like, why do I constantly need my mom's uh, like approval of what I'm doing? Why do I constantly feel like I need her to tell me it's okay to do something? It would be really little things like, should I take the day off uni because I feel sick? Am I allowed to do that? Should I not go to the gym because I feel sick? Should I invest in this program? Should I talk to this person? Like you don't realize that it's 
um, you're being codependent and you're outsourcing your decision-making abilities to someone else because that's how you've been doing it for so long. And sometimes it's not harming you, right? Sometimes it's not directly impacting you. But as an adult that lives her own life and also runs my own business, it was starting to really drag me down because it was stopping me from making decisions out of my intuition because I always needed someone external to me to make me feel like it was okay. So the way that I worked through this codependency with, with my mom was instead of calling her at every moment, that I felt worried or scared or whatever, I asked myself, well, what would I like her to say to me? How would I like her to um, talk me through this decision in the most ideal way? And so whatever the decision was, I would give myself that pep talk or I would write it down on my journal or whatever it might be and tell myself those words. And by doing that, it gave me the ability to be an independent decision maker. Like I then got to take action on my intuition faster instead of waiting for someone to answer my phone call and calling me back and then having a discussion and then me getting confused because someone else is telling me something that I didn't want to hear. Cause you can't control other people's reactions, right? Like you can, you can hope that people are going to support you, but they can't do it every single time. Whereas within yourself, you can control whether you're going to support yourself. Like if you get an intuitive nudge to do something, you can control, okay, am I going to listen to the fear or am I going to take action on it? And what can I take action on? And where am I being led to? Like that's something that's so much more in your own control and not saying that it's always easy to make intuitive decisions, but not making a decision because you're scared is also a choice. It's not a set in stone thing that you have to follow. Um, and so you can also decide, okay, I may be scared about this or I may feel nervous and I don't know how it's necessarily going to play out but I'm going to move forwards with it and in my case and let me know if this resonates with you as well by sending me a message on Instagram in my case I just needed to give myself the pep talk that I was outsourcing to someone else in doing this though I feel like I got very independent and very good at just giving myself pep talks and very kind of like isolated and running my own business which is obviously part of growing up but I think I've become a little bit detached from my family because I didn't want someone to kind of tell me what to do or even influence me. I became very protective over my intuition and over my business. And I started to have a little bit of, well, I created some real big boundaries around my business because a lot of what I do doesn't make sense. Like that's the incredible thing about my life and my business that I love so much. So many things don't make sense. Like how much money I make with how much of a social media following that I have doesn't make sense. How I can consistently make, uh, you know, a five figure months. It doesn't make sense. How I get clients coming in to uh, want to work with me and want to pay in full. Like you could never have predicted that the way that opportunities come to me just don't make sense. And this has only come because I've surrendered to the process and I do things even if it doesn't make sense, right? If you're only ever following everything logical, planned and calculatable, not that I think that's a word, you're probably only going to get that result, right? But I've taken so many leaps of faith. I've taken risks because I trust myself. I know that I'm going to be able to work on it. And I was actually doing a meditation this morning, um, saying that, you know, trust yourself that even if things don't work out, you'll be guided on what to do next. And it's so true. We never think about that. We always think about, well, if this goes wrong and then I fail and then I lose all my money and then everyone's going to judge me and I'm going to be a loser. And what am I going to be doing with my life? And I've lost time, whatever, but we don't actually think about, well, even if I do fail, I know that I'm going to be okay. And that takes time. That's personal development work that you need to cultivate within yourself. 
you need to do the work to have that sort of level of trust within yourself. And that's something that I've really built up. But as I said, in doing that, sometimes when we're so used to being so attached to someone, we're so influenced by someone, in my case, it was my family, and we're kind of codependent on someone, we can swing all the way to the other side of the pendulum and become really detached and kind of isolated and a little bit avoidant, right? And I'm going to talk about what avoidant means in the Find Your Tribe Challenge. So um, definitely join us if you're like, oh, what does avoidant mean? And because that's one of the attachment styles. Um Anyway, and I noticed that and I was talking to my and my therapist kind of picked that up. He's like, you obviously used to have a really close relationship or my coach, sorry, used to have a really close relationship with your mom. Like what's happened to it? And I kind of like realized that I detached myself from it a little bit. And I was telling myself the story that if, um, you know, I was going to talk to my family again, I was going to lose my intuition and it meant something about me. It meant that I wasn't trusting myself, but I've now learned that there's a way that you can include people in your life without necessarily having to ask for their opinion or their praise or be influenced by them. Right. So for me, and this is part of understanding my human design, if you haven't done your human design or you haven't figured out what it is, um, just go, uh, search the account, my human design. Absolutely incredible. Um, but, I'm a manifesting generator, so I need to ensure that I'm informing other people in a peaceful moment of what I'm actually doing. Because otherwise what happens is I end up doing things and people feel really out of the loop and that makes people feel confused and not attached from me. But I didn't realize, and this has taken me a long time to understand that I can just inform people without having to need their response or without having them to um, give me appraisal or whatever it might be. Like I can call my mom and be like, hey, I'm making this decision with my business and I'm really excited about it. And I just wanted to let you know, right? Versus what I used to do, which was really codependent of like, what do you think? Do you think this is right? Am I doing it wrong? And like kind of having a little cry and really just being like a little girl calling my mom, even though I was like 20, right? This transformation has really only happened for me in the year or the past two years which is why like what I'm teaching in the challenge next week is so fresh. And it's exactly what I've learned because I've been doing so much work around healing my relationships, healing my attachment styles as well, because this need to constantly like call people and get reassurance. That's really um, your anxious attachment style flaring up, wanting to be really close to people, getting constant reassurance. And if that is something that you struggle with, like that need to constantly be reassured or thinking that if you don't see someone for a while, they hate you or whatever it might be, then you need to be in this challenge. Um, but yeah, so I, I just had to realize that there was a way to inform my family or inform people around me without necessarily having to put myself open to their opinions. And that comes from a place of trust too, like within yourself, you need to be able to stand in your power and be like, this is what I'm doing. And I'm really excited about it. And you tell people because you want them to know you, you're not telling people because you need their approval. And so whenever you're going to inform someone of something that you're doing, you need to come at it from a place of like, regardless of what their response is, I know that I'm doing the right thing. And it doesn't mean that you can't change your mind or that you can't ever be influenced. Like you can definitely gain inspiration from other people, but you're doing it from an empowered place rather than, oh my, God, if this person doesn't give me the approval or the reassurance that I'm seeking, then everything's gone to shit and I'm a bad person and I'm questioning everything. I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and I'm going to go down a spiral and let it mean that nothing good is ever going to happen to me. Like that's what we tend to do, right? So upon realizing this with my coach and kind of talking through it and thinking about how I could reconnect to my family, because that was something that I had kind of isolated myself from a little bit. 
the idea plopped into my head. I didn't even really get uh, like it wasn't something that I'd been thinking about a lot before. But I was like, yeah, I should invite them over because I've never invited them over to my house. Not because they don't want to come over and not because I'd been really consciously thinking about it for a long time. But I realized there was this self-limiting belief simmering below the surface of like, well, it's probably too much effort for them or they're, you know, it's me being a little bit too attention seeking, which is such a bizarre thing for me to think because I like, I've worked through this whole idea of like, you'll never be too much for the right person. Right. But I think with my family, it just become easier for me to be a little bit distant whilst I worked on things, which is obviously okay. It's fine to go through waves of like being more connected, being a little bit distant, whatever it might be. But in doing so, I was kind of telling myself this story that wasn't serving me of like, don't be too dramatic. Don't ask for too much, especially from my family. I've really worked on this like belief of like, you'll never be too much for the right person in my friendships and my romantic life. But I'd kind of forgotten with my family how that would actually play in in real life right and sometimes we we forget about family too and we take them for granted and we just assume that they're always going to be there and we just kind of like don't focus on the relationships but for me that was really leaving like a bit of a hole in my heart because I had at one point been so close to my family even though it was codependent that I missed that and I craved that and it was something I really wanted and so by inviting them over it was shattering this belief that I had of they wouldn't want to come over it's going to be too much effort or it's going to be weird I don't even know why I had these feelings like upon reflection now like none of that was true I was just kind of subconsciously feeding into that story and I was creating that reality for myself because I wasn't even extending the olive branch to be like hey do you guys want to come over I just was kind of sitting there being like well they haven't asked me and they would they would ask to come over if they wanted to whatever but like that's me then assuming and this this is one of the biggest pieces of the story for all of us in terms of our relationships I'm assuming then that they're thinking the exact same thing about this very specific situation at the exact same time. But of course people are not like every single person is perceiving a situation completely differently. So I left my, I finished with my coaching session and we set the step of me taking the action to invite them over for lunch, because that's just kind of what had come into my mind. And there was a little bit of resistance towards that as well. And I want you to know that even when something feels inspired or intuitive, there's always going to be resistance towards it. I still had the fear. I was still worried. I was like, what if they say no? What if they don't have fun? What if it's not what I think it's going to be? Like whatever it might be. And I'm sharing this with you really vulnerably because I know perhaps it can make you reflect on something else that you have struggled with or um, that you're like realizing about that you might do with your family or your your friendships or whatever it might be. And it took me a while. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be really honest with you because I'm a human you know, I might, I might be a mindset coach and I might be really into personal development, but I'm still a human. It took me a while to send that text, but then I finally did and it all got organized and they all came over and it was so beautiful. It was so nice. It was so fun. I felt so fulfilled and so satisfied and just so like happy that I could be the, the one in the power. Like I could create that opportunity for me to be close to my family again, for to show them where I live, to show them all of these things. And I was playing the victim a little bit by being like, eh, why don't they ask me? Why don't they come over? Why don't they X, Y, Z? And it's like, at some point, you're going to have to step up, take responsibility for it and ask, extend the olive branch, whatever it might be. And I just, I remember them leaving for lunch and this was last weekend over the long weekend and feeling so 
satisfied, feeling so abundant and so fulfilled. And I was like, like, you know, money can't buy that feeling of being close to people. It's literally so invaluable. So I just wanted to share it with you because I feel like this might be something that you struggle with. So let me know if it is. And something good to kind of reflect on now and perhaps you can journal about it is what needs do I feel like are being ignored at the moment and how can I meet them myself? But also what's an action step that I can take to nourish the relationships that are already surrounding me? Because so often we think I need more friends. I need new friends. I need different people to hang out with. And we forget to fertilize the soil that we are already in. And what I mean by that is you already have people around you, guaranteed, that would love to spend more time with you. But you're sitting in this feeling of like, oh, they would if like if if they wanted to see me, they'd hang out with me, they'd ask or whatever. But you're giving your power away to something that you can't control, which is assuming other people are going to text you and assuming that they know that you want to hang out with them. So ask yourself, who can I text? Who can I talk to? Who can I call that I haven't spoken to in a while? And just stop feeling like, oh, I'm going to be too much. I'm going to be annoying. It's like if you're if you're annoying to people, then that's not your person anyway. And it's better to find out sooner rather than later. So text that person, invite that person over, message someone on Instagram that you feel like is a cool vibe and ask for them to go on a coffee, to to go on a coffee, you know, catch up, whatever it might be, because that's how you create opportunities for yourself. You do, you do need to put yourself out there. You do need to do something a little bit different and it's okay to be vulnerable. That's a good thing. That's an amazing thing. You do something different and you're going to get a totally different result. So I'm going to end the podcast here. Like I said, if this is interest you and you're like, whoa, I need to get deeper into this. What kind of subconscious beliefs do I have that are blocking me from having really satisfying, fulfilling, genuine relationships? Join the challenge. So, so abundant in its price. And if you have any questions, let me know. I always love hearing from you. If you can leave a rating and review, that also is really, really helpful on the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, taking a screenshot, tagging me and sharing it on your stories is also really, really helpful because word of mouth referral is just a huge way that podcasts can get shared as well. All right. Enjoy. Have a great rest of your day. Speak to you soon. And-